Joining me now with further details on those market moves is Byron Lotter from Best Act Asset Management. Byron, good afternoon and happy new year to you. Yes, you too. Hopefully uh, 2023 is a fresh start and brings us lots of positivity in the markets. Yes, um, we are hoping that's the case. I mean, already um, we see the RAND enjoying some strength, also an upbeat day um, or upbeat after morning of trade on the JSE there. Is that on the back of that CI, CPI print? Yeah, I'd say when you look at the, the little bounce in the RAND, it was uh, uh, came out a similar time to when the CPI was released, which came in as expected at 7.2%, uh, which was the annual consumer price inflation number, um, down from 7.4% in November. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's uh, following the general global trend. Unfortunately, we price takers in this uh, situation um, and we follow the global trends uh, of inflation. Uh, and as we've seen in, in the US specifically, inflation has been coming down quite nicely. Um, if you delve a little deeper into the numbers, uh, you can see that uh, food and non-alcoholic beverages, unfortunately, still a big driver. That was up 12.4% year on year. Utilities and housing were up 4.1% year on year. Transport increased 13.9% year on year. Um, so there's still a few issues uh, uh, for, for the average man on the streets in terms of transportation, housing and food, uh, you know, which uh, definitely puts a lot of pressure on one's wallet. And so, Byron, let's just talk about, so we've spoken about the consumer end of it. Let's speak about corporates. Um, throughout the, you know, the, the results season last year, we would have heard a lot of corporates come out to say, you know, we really are feeling inflation. We're feeling these interest rate um, hikes. Do you think that, um, you know, there'll be relief sooner for corporates? Um, you know, we know that the consumer road is still a bit tricky. Yeah, I mean, in the short term, corporates are normally, well, well, stocks in general are actually a hedge against inflation because if you're a food company, you're pushing those higher prices onto your consumers. So, you know, you, you're actually selling uh, and, and making higher revenues. But at the end of the day, um, if the consumer is under pressure, the long term effect is that they buy less uh, or they buy down. So it depends where you are on that value chain. Um, so it depends how these corporates adapt to the, the environment. You know, in South Africa, it's never as simple as it could or seems to be, because not only are you dealing with a tough consumer, um, you know, tough inflation, but you're also trying to find solutions to load shedding um, and uh, an economy that is also uh, being affected by, you know, these external factors that a lot of other economies don't have to deal with. Um, that's what makes us so resilient. Mm, absolutely. Uh, the, I always call the RAND resilient, but I think South Africans are becoming more and more um, resilient with time. Not sure if it's a good thing, Byron, I have to say. Speaking about, um, you know, consumers, um, Richmond, they've come out and they've said, look, we really have grown our sales. We've missed targets, but we've grown our sales. I'm not surprised um, by this, Byron, simply because China has been closed off, and that means that a large part um, of their consumers haven't been able to access their products. Yeah, I mean, speaking of countries that are going through a bit of a rough patch, we're not we're not alone in that regard. Um, China have had a really tough uh, uh, year or so because they dealt with COVID so differently to everyone else, and now they're having to sort of reap... Uh, the effects of having it spread throughout the population. So restaurants are big sellers in China. It's one of their, their biggest markets. Um, the, the hard lockdowns really impacted their business. 
Um, it's very positive that they've now opened up, but it's going to take take a while for those numbers to start filtering through. Because even though China has opened up, um, I believe a lot of people are still staying at home because, uh, you know, the pandemic is rife. Uh, so we're going to have to wait for, you know, herd immunity there and people to start feeling confident to get out and, and travel and uh, spend on luxury goods. Um, Byron, do you think that we are overly optimistic about um, China and their ability really to get um, themselves back to where they were a few um, years ago? Just considering the fact that, you know, we've seen that growth number, not as strong as everybody thought it would be. Um, and now, as you're saying, herd immunity is still um, far from being a reality in the country. Yeah, I mean, a lot of their issues have actually been self-inflicted. Uh, you know, when you look at how they have regulated or over-regulated their big corporate titans, you know, the pride of China, the Tencent and the Alibaba's, these companies were um, expanding around the globe and making waves and doing incredibly well and then got completely reeled in by the Chinese regulators. Uh, Zero COVID policy, another example of... Um, uh, you know, them shooting themselves in the foot. And often uh, when it's a, a regulatory issue, it can be turned around quite quickly. Um, so I'd imagine that uh, if the rhetoric changes on, um, you know, Chinese regulation and the way they treat their businesses, uh, the businesses will flourish quite quickly. And we've actually seen um, a, a change of heart in that sense. Um, you know, in terms of the way uh, the regulators are going to treat those corporate titans. And that's why, you know, very fortunately from a South African perspective, we've seen the 10 cent share price rally and in turn, Nusbers and Process have picked up nicely and they, being the biggest movers on the JSC, have resulted in um, the JSC also having a really nice pickup. So as South Africans, we should actually hope that uh, China continues to improve and grow. All right. Well, um, we're looking at the year ahead and all, um, you know, the macroeconomic headwinds we are expecting. Um, Byron, what is your stock pick for the year? What's the one you're backing for 2023? I'd say a lot of the negativity has already been factored into um, uh, many of the stocks. You know, the last year was a tough year for general global equities. Um, so I'm more optimistic uh, this year as inflation subsides and uh, it's looking more and more likely that the U.S. is going to have a soft landing in terms of uh, a very mild recession. Um, I really like Microsoft um, at the moment. You know, it's pulled back with the rest of them, uh, but it's an incredibly uh, stable, well-managed business by Satya Nadella. And I'm uh, uh, especially excited about uh, this new AI technology that they're investing in, this chat GBT, um, open AI. Uh, it's got lots of potential um, and uh, showing signs of how AI can actually really improve and impact our lives on a daily basis. Um, so I think Microsoft is looking good at these levels um, and is more than big and strong enough to weather the current tough conditions. All right, very interesting. Byron, thank you so much for your time. About ChatGPT, I actually heard that it could take Google on, and I thought that was a very interesting concession to be making by tech junkies. But we'll definitely have that yeah, conversation man. soon. Thanks, Byron. Right. Uh, keep well. That was Vestax, Byron Lotta.